Hey friends! I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets and plants that are important to you. There are five Mondays this month, and as such, I will be keeping my last two segments of the show for this week and next week comparatively shorter. Believe me when I tell you, we have some wonderful guests and moments prepared for next month. And of course, barring any as yet unforeseen impediments, you're going to get your Rachel's Chart Chat segments. Folks, you're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm the host of the show. My name is Andy Mascola. There are no ads on this podcast, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of listeners is if you love this show, and if you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily, and get yourself or the reader in your life some quality fiction, please consider purchasing any or all of my books. I'm the author of 10 standalone stories that can all be purchased right now, worldwide, in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find all of my titles in ebook format at Google Play. My latest novel, The Peeper and the Playwright, was published just over a month ago. People seem to like it. A five-star review of it was posted to Amazon last week. I'm very proud of that. If you look up The Peeper and the Playwright over at Amazon right now, you can read that five-star review. You can read a healthy sample of the story for free. And if you love what you read, you can purchase The Peeper and the Playwright by me, Andy Mascola, for $2.99 U.S. as an ebook or the equivalent, or $9 U.S. or the equivalent as a paperback. If you already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 251 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for listening. As I mentioned, I don't have a lot of time, so I just wanted to uh, groove out for a couple minutes with you here. I was listening to a bunch of albums last night, and uh, Joy Division's singles collection, Substance, 1977 to 1980, was one of them. And uh, gosh, this song, this 2010 remaster of... Their song, No Love Lost, is so, so good. Oh my god, and I had to to play it for you because I love it so much. I'm going to turn down the volume a little bit here. You know what's crazy about this? Like, like, that this was never played on, like, classic rock radio in America, or, or never would be. But listen to it. Listen to that. Listen, right there. Listen to those drums. So good. I mean, if anybody ever tells you, like, if you're a Joy Division fan and anybody ever tries to tell you that those guys were limp or they were uh, mournful or just kind of uh, 
you know, I don't know, any other term that you'd use for something being kind of like, I suppose the word these this day would be emo, but, uh, you know, goth, you know, sure, yeah, they were all those things, but they were also tough as hell. Listen to this. Get ready for it. Here it comes. Listen to this. Right? That's tough as hell. Are you kidding me? Now wait, now wait, just wait. I'm gonna give you a little bit more before we, before I hand things off to Rachel. Check this part out, check this part out right here. I hope I get it right. Come on! So good! Joy Division. Just, just an incredible, incredible band. Alright, I am going to hand things off to our friend Rachel from Des Moines with the chart chat. Take it away, Rachel. Thanks, Andy. Hello, and welcome back to Rachel's Chart Chat for another week. Thanks to everyone who listened last week, uh, particularly Tavy, my fellow Dave Barry reading kid, Graham Friday, and my cousin Louie, who was the first slash only question mark person who listened after I posted the People Are the Enemy link on my Facebook page. I wanted to also give a special shout out to Jeffrey and Tony for letting me know that they listened to the weekly full Hot 100 and cumulative Rachel's Chart Chat playlists, uh, respectively. It's really great to know people get enjoyment out of those. For our 70s chart this week, we're in October 16th of 1971. Uh, starting off at number 92, we have a song from the Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack, Everything's Alright. And the credited artist is Yvonne Elliman. Uh, she's definitely the lead on the song. Uh, there's other folks from the cast uh, appear on this one. This was the third single off of that soundtrack after I Don't Know How to Love Him and Superstar. Uh, Yvonne Elliman is a singer of Japanese and Irish descent, and she's from Hawaii. And she's had a really amazing career, especially just in the 70s alone. She was on this, you know, the cast recording for this huge musical. She also sang and toured with Eric Clapton. And then she had an appearance on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, the number one hit, If I Can't Have You. And in addition to that, she also put out six of her own solo albums. And I believe, and she is still active in music today. At number 79 is Your Move, in parentheses, I've Seen All Good People by Yes. Uh, this was their first single off of the Yes album, which is their first with Steve Howe on the lineup. And this is actually their first charting single. Uh, it made it to number 40 here in the States and it also charted in Australia. I read up on this one in a book I have called On Track, Yes, Every Album, Every Song by Stephen Lamb. He stated that Colin Goldring played the recorder on this one. And there's a quote I like to share. Your move is possibly Anderson's finest, quote, conventional song but it can only have been written in the area it was, as the optimism of the 1960s gave way to the rather more cynical 1970s. And I think that relates to some of the other songs that are on the chart this week, particularly uh, 10 years after I'd Love to Change the World, I think kind of also fits into that mold. So if you listen to this on the chart chat playlist, it is just the Your Move section. If the full album version goes into the I've Seen All Good People part that you're more maybe more familiar with from hearing it on the radio. 
At number 69 is You Think You're Hot Stuff by Gene Knight. This will make it to number 57. And if that name sounds familiar, this was the follow-up to her number two hit, Mr. Big Stuff. And I just love kind of the audacity of, well, people like that song with the big stuff. Maybe they'll like the hot stuff. Uh, but this, you know, made it to number 57, which is fairly decent for being such of a kind of a copycat <laughs> of the other song. Uh, but she's a great singer, uh, Jean Knight. She was from New Orleans. She was an R&B soul singer, and she appeared on the Stax, famous Stax label. At number 53 is Everybody's Everything by Santana. This will make it to number 12. This is the first single off of what's known as Santana 3. It's officially another self-titled, but just to kind of keep it straight, I've read that people refer to it as 3. This was, it's said to be the last by the Woodstock era lineup, uh, but it also they included Neil Sean on guitar uh, for the first time on this album when he was only 17 years old, and he would go on to form Journey with uh, Santana's keyboardist uh, Greg Rowley. If you love a band member graph on Wikipedia, definitely check out Santana's. It's very long and complicated. But I think this is a great song. I don't know why this one is not a staple along with like Oyo Como Va and Evil Ways. It could have easily been played right alongside of those. It's very up-tempo, a lot of fun. At number 51 is She's All I've Got by Freddie North. And you may know this one more as a country song. It's been covered by Johnny Paycheck, Conway Twitty, and many, many more country artists. But this was the original version, and it was written by Gary U.S. Bonds and Jerry Williams Jr. Um, it was a number 10 soul hit in addition to hitting number 39 on the pop charts. Uh, Freddie North was a DJ from Nashville, and he had also worked in promotions in the, in the music business. At number 46 is Charity Ball by Fanny. So I knew uh, for Mary from Lansdale, we always have to try to include Fanny when we can. This one made it to number 40. This was the first single off of their second album of the same name. Uh, Wikipedia said that this one employed a wider range of styles of music apart from just the straight-ahead rock on their first album. And this is a kind of interesting fact. The cover art for this one is kind of a, it's like a nice table set and then a photograph of the band Fanny, and it said that Candace Bergen took that photo. And this song was actually written by the young ladies in the band. I thought it was cool. Uh, number 32 is uh, One Fine Morning by the Canadian group Lighthouse. This will make it to number 24. Uh, they were out of Toronto, Canada. And I feel like this song could fit right in with, you know, uh, Ides of March, Blood, Sweat and Tears, Chicago, all of that, like, really horn-driven rock. They were actually known as jazz uh, rock and jazz fusion group. Um, An amazing fact I le learned about Lighthouse was that their saxophone player, Howard Shore, uh, went on to become the musical director for Saturday Night Live for that first five years, and then he got into composing for film, and he went on to win three Oscars for his work on the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Turning to the 80s, we're in 1983, and starting off at number 100 is a song called The Night by the Animals. And when I was first listening to this, I naively assumed it was just some other band called The Animals, but it is The Animals from the 60s. And I read that they had reunited their original five-member lineup to put out this album. And so you know The Animals from songs like uh, House of the Rising Sun and We Gotta Get Out of This Place. And they had a lot of hits in the mid-60s, but then they got back together in 83 to make this song. And I include it just more of out of the interest of how odd this was. And this really, it made it to number 48, which is surprising to me, but it's an interesting song. It's worth listening to. At number 97 is Bad Boys by Wham. And they were at that point known as Wham UK in the US. 
this was their first charting single in the United States. It made it to number 60, and it was off of their first album, Fantastic. And Comedy Bang Bang fans know this one as being the basis from uh, Love Jim by Martin Sheffield Lickley. Sometimes I just like to listen to these older Wham songs that are much more rap oriented. It's a different, it's a lot of, it's just fun stuff. At uh, number 96 is How Can I Refuse by Heart. And this is off of their seventh album, Passion Works. Unfortunately, this was kind of like a low point commercially for them. This one and the previous album, you're scrolling down their discography and everything is like, you know, gold and platinum and some multi-platinum. And then 82's Private Audience and Private Audition, excuse me, and 83's Passion Works have no, didn't even make it to gold. After this one, they signed with a new label of Capital and they kind of went into that big hair arena rock era, that, you know, very power ballad era. But I really like this How Can I Refuse a lot. I think it uh, has a great rock sound and obviously Ann Wilson's beautiful voice and uh, made it to number 44. So not, not unsuccessful, but you know nothing like what they had achieved in earlier in the 70s and then what they would uh, go on to with that, you know, the ballad era. At number 89 is Stay With Me Tonight by Jeffrey Osborne. I always get excited when he comes up on the charts. Uh, this song is really dancey, so I love that he, he's able to have these beautiful ballads, but also have kind of more up-tempo, funky dance numbers. This one made it to number 30, and when I was reading up on him this week, I learned that Jeffrey Osborne is from Rhode Island. At number 57 is Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. Uh, this would make it to number 5. I read this very interesting story behind this one. Matthew was signed to the Arista label, and he had recorded a bunch of songs and um, it was just, they were not finding the sound or he was, it was not, Clive Davis, the head of the label was not liking what was what they were doing. And I read that he and his band or his crew, you know, the, the team, whatever you want to say, uh, recorded Break My Stride, uh, it says on his own dime. And it was, you know, it was, so Arista had not paid for those sessions. And Clive Davis eventually rejected all of his songs and he was you know, released from his contract. Uh, he then signed with the Private Eye label, and then this went on to be a pretty sizable hit, you know, number five. I think of this one as like, if you really, you know, the, the old the tagline from the VH1, I love the 80s, so you're really, really an 80s fan. I feel like that's one, this one that people gravitate to. It's been covered many times, which kind of surprised me, something I want to check out. And it was, they used the Prophet 5 synthesizer on this song. And finally, from the 80s this week, at number 45 is Automatic Man by Michael Cimbello. This will make it to number 34. This is off of his album Bossa Nova Hotel, and it was a follow-up to his song Maniac from the Flashdance soundtrack, which that itself is at number 23, down from peak of number 1 uh, in its 20th week on the chart. So they're both on the charts at the same time. The video for this one I saw recently on the VJ Big Suit Twitch show, and it really surprised me. I had no idea Michael Cimbalo looked so much. He looked like an Eric Wareheim character, maybe, but he was going for it uh, for in the you know that very theatrical era of videos. Well, that's all for me this week. Thanks so much for listening. Back to you, Andy. Thank you, Rachel. This has been episode 251 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Rachel from Des Moines. We love you. Peace.